Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is a beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. And Chris, if it, if it sounds like you're not too enthusiastic tonight, uh, I, I want to go back to a tweet that you sent last year where, you know, most of our followers are always very nice and very kind. And you sent out a tweet about somebody, not a, a not a, I don't want to say altercation, but a, a, you, you brushed by somebody in the locker room. You made a comment about a certain player that he kind of blew you off. And a lot of the responses on Twitter were like, you know, who are you, blah, 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 you're the media. And it was it was one of the more, um, I'll say there was some some vitriol towards towards that tweet. And uh, it, it turns out that, uh, I, you know, look, I'm not saying you're, you're a prophet or prophetic, but uh, it's interesting the way things have shaken out now over the last, I guess, 24 hours. That's all, man. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not going to jump on the DeAndre Baker, you know, train here and slam him you know right. all this is going on but uh it was deandre baker had a little bit of an attitude and i i just tweeted you know for you know while i'm in the locker room and you have veterans you know shooting the breeze and talking on the side and all that who the hell is this kid to say oh no not now with an attitude walk by you know so i guess a lot of people felt like oh who are you in the media he doesn't have to talk to you which isn't true right but but <laughs> but you know, it was like a lot of this and that. And, but look, but look, in all fairness to DeAndre, um, he did get better as the year went along. Yeah, right. We, we, we did talk about it because it, it was all over Twitter, you know, at the time. And just in case he read it, you know, I um, wanted to clear up what I, what I was tweeting and everything like that. And he was cool with it at yeah, the time. Right. It's a kid that seemed to have be getting, seemed to have gotten it as the year went along, seemed to have worked harder and then showed up in the field. And now this happened. Yeah, yeah. So, Jerry, uh, where do we start? No, I mean, I, yeah, I, exactly, right? Like, yeah, I'm, like I'm, where I'm, do we start? You know, dude, I'm, I'm sitting there doing yard work last night, and I uh, all of a sudden the phone blows up. And, and it's like, you know, from a, from a fan's perspective, and we always say that, right? We're fans. We're all in this together, right? You have a press pass, but <laughs> we're fans of this team. When this stuff happens, you're just like, what now? Like, we didn't even start the season yet. Like, we didn't even know when the season's starting, and we're already in last place. Like, obviously, thank God nobody was hurt, but this is the last thing the Giants needed right now. Yeah, look, it's not a good look for the organization. It's terrible. It's a number one pick. A guy, Gettleman, moved back, you know, moved back in the first round to get him, right? Yeah, moved up, yeah. Uh, I, um, I, excuse me, I'm yeah, sorry. Moved yeah. up in the first round to get him. Yeah. Uh, you, know, move, you know, swap picks and all that stuff. Um, and right now, look, it's not Gettleman's fault. We know that from what I understand, it wasn't red flags on his kid coming out of college. Yeah, Why, why okay. are people saying that there were, is it Monday morning? I, I don't Cause I don't you remember know. any of that. I don't remember no, there being red flags. I remember reading kid. that. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, a lot of people blaming Gettleman, which is ridiculous. Okay. Unless, unless Gettleman was there with a mask on, you know, ripping people, uh, you know, Gettleman's not at fault. All right. Um, it's all Deandre Baker. But it's not a good look for Gettleman, Jerry. Terrible. He is not at all to be blamed in this. But it's not a good look. Let's face it, yeah, right? It's like any CEO when when the people under you are, are doing it, are performing any type of impropriety. It, it just it, you you have to answer for it. So John Mara, Tish, I get it. Like they have to answer for it. But you're right. Like Gettleman didn't. Th there's no way of knowing this was going to happen. There were no, no. red flags. This wasn't. Um, 
like Cecil Collins, say, <laughs> like back at, you know, the running back that the Dolphins drafted years ago, or, or Lawrence Phillips. DeAndre Baker had none of those red flags. There were a number of teams who wanted him. He was going to be the first corner off the board on a lot of teams' charts. So for this to happen, and now to everybody blame Gettleman, it's a little... It, the people who don't like Gettleman are going to jump on this and blame him, and that's it. But those who were iffy to blame Gettleman is a little short-sighted. Yeah, I mean, it was even brought up on a sports... You know, on a sports radio station this afternoon. Right. It was brought up about, oh, should Gettleman be fired for this? Right. I mean, you know, this is, that's, it's ridiculous. All right. Like I just said, it's a bad, bad look for the organization that's, that's taken a lot of hits the last three, four, five years. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Anything from horrific number one draft picks now to this. Right. Okay. Um, Losing seasons, the most losses the last three years in the NFL. Right. It's just not good. It's just not a good look. Um, so we, we were just starting to feel good about ourselves, kind of, right? With with Judge and there was excitement, and I don't know how how much derailed we're going to be because of this, but you know, for for the foreseeable future, this is. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But go ahead. No, no, listen. But this is not the first organization this has happened to. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Numerous players have been arrested in the off seasons in the yeah. NFL. Numerous. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to fire GMs, there'll be no GMs left. Right. Okay. And if and, and if you're going to go by that by that standard, then Bill Belichick would have been fired years ago for the Aaron Hernandez caper. Okay. Right. right. So let's not get crazy. You know, talking about guys should be fired. You know, uh, Gettleman should be gone for drafting him and all that. Right. I mean, Jerry, look, look, LS is a drastic turn of events where DeAndre Baker could prove he was in uh, Puerto Rico. While this thing happened in Miami, okay, um, he's not going to be a giant anymore. Well, okay? what, what's weird is now there's there's written statements about Dunbar that he's been cleared or not cleared. That I'm sorry, he hasn't. Been, you, I I don't know anything about the the legal process with this stuff. But there are f- four or five witnesses saying that he wasn't there, and that's the latest, literally over the last half hour on Twitter. That Dunbar though, not not um not yeah, Baker. Well, but I, you're right. If this he's I don't believe he's going to be a giant much longer. No, and the witnesses that called the police and said Dunbar and Baker, yeah, you know, they're saying he was there. So they, they could have, yeah. he could come up with four or five friends and say, oh, yeah, no, he was with me, you know? Yeah, right, right, The right. legal process will play out. Yeah. All right? Now, even if witnesses decide, uh, excuse me, the complainants decide they're going to drop the case, you know what, DeAndre gave me my money back, whatever, my, if he was there, you know, he allegedly was, um, it's still, he... I'm pretty sure we'll no longer be a giant. Um, look, Jerry, the Josh Brown thing a couple of years ago hit home. Mm-hmm. It was not a good look for John Mara. Let's face it. It wasn't. And John Mara's not going to let that happen again. Right. Okay. Um, you saw last year with Jenkins. Yep. With the tweet. You know, he, yes. had, he had an incident on Twitter. He yep. was released. Yep. And that is nowhere near right. the capacity we're talking about right now. It's, listen, Jerry, there's disturbing allegations now. Yeah, it is. In this affidavit, ordering Just, people ordering people to shoot. Right. <laughs> wow. You know, he, you know, according to the complainants, he was armed. Yeah. Ordered another mail, which supposedly is Dunbar. I don't know. I wasn't there. Just let. I'm going to wait for the facts, like everybody else. Right. 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 Uh, somebody walked in, some, you know, supposedly, and Baker told the other guy uh, who supposedly was Dunbar, "Yo, shoot him." I mean, you know, this is very. Very serious allegations here, Jerry. Yeah, this, All right? is, this is real life crime stuff, man. This is nuts. Right. 
It's real life. Okay, so wow. you got you got to remember something. It is the second year in a row now with the Giants. Last year they draft a young man, a very good young man, and Corey Ballantyne, hmm. who that night after he gets drafted, or the same night, I don't remember exactly. It was the same night or the next night? I, I think it was that night. Right. I think you're right, Jerry. Was having you know was was uh, you know out with his friends celebrating, walking home with him and his best friend, and he's a victim, a right. victim right. of a robbery attempt. Right. And his friend winds up dying, getting killed. And, of course, we all know Corey got shot. Right. And he's three lockers away from DeAndre. Yeah. All right? So. And that was, the, that was the point of your tweet. I think you sent it last night or today. Yes. Like, yeah. almost like you figure you're someone that close to you, at least proximity-wise. I don't know how much they're friends or whatever. But proximity-wise, you know, that stuff happens. You, you figure, I don't know. You learn from it, not learn from it, because Bellantine did nothing wrong. I'm not, I'm not choosing the right words, but at least you know what they went through. It's surprising that this happened. This kind of came out of nowhere. It's going to be interesting how the Giants handle it. I believe John Marrow will order his release yeah. in the near future, Jerry. Yeah, okay, I agree. Um, so- you, think, you think John Marrow's looking at all this like, you got to be kidding me. I, I mean, my God, guys. How? how what? What? <laughs> like, we... We we just had a good what we think is a good draft. We got a new coaching staff. Be, you know, we were excited about what Baker could bring to the table, and like I I don't know, man. If I'm him, I'm just like you got to be kidding me that this just happened. Well, John Mara, I could pretty confidently say Jerry is infuriated Fantastic. as we speak. Yeah, not you know not so. It's a combination of oh my god, are you kidding me? Plus, yeah. he's infuriated at what what happened. Okay, yeah, right. Um, so the organization will move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, look, this is not going to be like Maris saying to Gettleman, uh, I, you got to be out of here after this year because of what happened. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's not going to happen. All right. These things do happen yeah. in sports. It happens in regular life, but it's all bad right now, but let's let the facts play out. Yeah. Um, let the police, you know, let DeAndre turn himself in. Um, which he at this moment, as we're we're recording, he hasn't yet. That's amazing. Now, I put on Twitter a little while ago. The longer this goes on, the uglier it's going to get. And what do you, what do you mean by that? Okay, what I mean by that is now, DeAndre and his lawyer and his agent are well aware there's an arrest warrant on him. Mm-hmm. They asked for them to come. The police in Miramar, Florida, asked for them to come in this morning. Yeah. At first they were like, okay, and then they changed your mind. And they still have yet to surrender. So now what happens is, is that the police, detectives, whoever has the case in Florida, they're going to be like, okay, you don't want to come in. We try to be gentlemen about it. You come down with your lawyer, the whole deal. Now we're going to go out and hunt you down. Right. And you know what, Jerry? You don't want it to get to that point. No. Who knows what happens? Yeah. Oh Who knows God. what door gets knocked on? Who knows what happens? Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, now, I also put out there a little while ago, what's going through this young man's mind right now? Right. He's supposed to turn himself in. Now, is he thinking about, well, I'm going to skip for a while, let him come and get me? Is he thinking about hurting himself? Right. Okay? you got to remember something. He's a young kid. It's all, it's all got to be on the table. All of and it. And it's crashing down. He knows his NFL career is probably done. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, for the, at least for the near future. Right? Yep. Um, cops are looking for you. He knows the Giants are going to launch him out of the building, right? He's probably he's done as a Giant, right. and now you have to say to yourself, "Well, is this kid thinking about doing something stupid?" 
right? Right. As far as hurting himself, we're talking about Jerry, right? Yeah, right, right, right. So we don't know until he actually says, "Okay, I'm here. I'm I'm coming in now. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm coming in." We don't know, but the longer this goes on, yeah, the uglier it gets, you know. So yeah. um, hopefully everything he goes in, faces his charges, has his day in court, like everybody else is entitled to in this country, right? All right, and then we'll let the facts play out, Jerry. But it's not good right now, and it's definitely a very bad look for the organization. Now, he wasn't participating in any of the activities so far, right? Or don't, or don't you know? No. The Athletic put out that he was not part of the virtual workouts, which is a bad sign. Right. And isn't it? You're, you got a new coach. You're a second-year corner who struggled for most of last year. That's mm-hmm. a terrible sign. I mean, this was not me putting it out. This was the Athletic. Right. And they're, pre- they're pretty accurate. You know, this is what they said. Yeah. Um, and if that is true... And there's no reason to say it's not, you know. Right, right, right. right. Um, that's such a bad look, Jerry. New yeah. head coach. I'm sure Joe Judge is infuriated with that to begin with. Um, and now this happens. Um, needless to say, we'll be looking at a new starting right corner uh, in training camp. Uh, so Sam Beal, Julian Love, Corey Ballantine, Ballantin, uh, step up. You know, who am I missing, Jerry? Even, uh, you know, who am so I missing? Darn, uh, I mean, Darnay Holmes will be the slot guy. Uh, Darnay but... Holmes looks like a slot kid. Uh, yeah. Now, there's a couple of guys still out there. You you know, you, you got the kid from the Bengals, Denard, but there's a couple of guys that are basically slot guys. Logan Ryan could still play a little outside. Williamson will be in the mix, I guess. You know, so, kid who, Jerry? Minnesota. Williamson from Minnesota, yeah, right. I guess. Seventh round pick, you know, he'll get his shot. And, you know, things move on, right? You're, the organization, nobody's going to say the Giants are canceling the season. So, you're going to look at Bradbury on one side and a competition on the other side. Um, it's unfortunate, Jerry, because like we talked about, the kid Baker was coming on at the end of last season. Yeah. We expected big things from this kid, number one pick. It looked like he, the light bulb went on. Yeah. Now we'll never know. On the lighter side of this, have you written um, or contacted Joe Judge about Julian Love's capabilities on the outside or no? No, well, Despite that, some people think there might be a conspiracy theory that I was behind this robbery to get Julian Love in there. <laughs> no, it's just... It's just it's First thing not, I thought of, I'm like, oh, just man, Chris, Chris just, really you know, went out of his way to get this right. done for Julian Love. <laughs> no. wow. A little levity to break the tension yeah, in bad times. Um, but Julian, obviously, will be... You know, they're going to look at him outside, I'm sure. Once camp comes around. Um, positive sign, Jerry. You read a little while ago, the league said you could open up your facility as long as the state health officials and all that clear it yeah right um the numbers are drastically going down around the nation especially here in new jersey we're obviously with a giants train right yeah. jerry yep two months away from training camp which is positive i guess as far as the coronavirus numbers that are coming in right yeah it seems like the tide's turning and all that but we don't want to get too political but it's it's, it's it just seems like it's getting things are getting a lot better yeah, it's not political. It's a fact. No, I know me. I'm saying I don't want to get political. I'm, I'm telling myself, don't get political oh, on this. Um, the the <laughs> governor, the governor of New Jersey, um, has opened the beaches right. for Memorial Day weekend. Um, supposedly, a lot of businesses are going to start opening up, you know, slowly but safely. So, uh, the point I'm getting is that training camp is in July. Even if they have to push it back a month and say, you know what, we'll be good in August. Right. It's positive right now, Jerry, because. I guess about two podcasts ago, Jerry, we were talking about, oh my God, is there going to be a training camp? Right. And as we speak right now, Jerry, yeah. on May, what's today, Jerry, 15th? 15th. On the 15th, it's a little positive, a little positive news as far as, hey, we might have a training camp in July or August. 
we might have a season in the fall, right? But so yeah, and and that's that's that is a, a huge positive. It's just on the heels of this news from Baker, you know, it's one you, you start hearing about it, and then all of a sudden, all your buddies who are not Giants fans, hey man, what's up with Baker? And and it's just it's it's another thing to be embarrassed about. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, but this franchise hasn't given us that much to cheer for over the last seven to eight years, uh, and now this. It's just Whatever. I mean, bigger fish to fry right now, bigger problems. But man, I, we really didn't need this one right now. I mean, it's not Saquon, it's not Daniel Jones, but it was a kid who we had oh, high dude, hopes for. It's a number one pick, dude. Right. It's a number one pick. Yeah. This is just some undrafted free agent. It'd be tragic even if that was the case, but it is a number one pick, Jerry. It's right? so embarrassing. It's a foundation of the organization. Number one picks are what? They're the foundation of the organization, right? Right. He was part of the foundation yep. for 2020. He no longer will be part of the foundation. Now somebody else has to step up. And, and, and you know, they drafted two corners and they brought in Bradbury. And you just think, wow, they, they have so many corners. They have too many. Well, there goes yeah. one, right? And, and you know, like you said, you have Love, Ballantyne, Bradbury. And, it, like, thank God it's safety. We have Xavier McKinney now. So Love can move over. It's like, oh, well, Julian Love's definitely going to be a corner now. Um, and I think he'll win it. I, I based on what I've seen from him at safety, when I, I think he'll be the he has the inside track to the other spot. So I'm sure you're happy about that, Chris. But uh, well, we'll see, Jerry. In time, you know, I'm yeah. not giving up on this Corey Ballantyne kid. Oh, I like Ballantyne too. I like Ballantyne. As long know? as he's on the outside, I like him. Yeah, I'm not giving up on this kid, man. Um, yeah. let him play on the outside where he belongs, and let him compete. Right. Yeah. So, be honest with you, Jerry, my friend. Um, it's just a little too early for that. I, yeah, if, if Jerry, if I was at OTAs on a normal offseason, I'd be like, yo, Jerry, yeah. keep an eye on love. Or keep an eye on Bal- I'm telling you, you got to see the way they look. Well, you but, said Beal looked good, looked good last year before he got injured. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, Sam Beal's a guy that's in a mix. Yeah. Sam, Right now, Jerry, if you had to make a depth chart, right? Yeah. It's Sam Beal, opposite of Bradbury, right? Yeah. Sam Beal. And let, it, let him lose it. Let him lose the job. That's yeah. what training camp's for. Like Joe Judge said, you know, um, everybody's got a clean slate here. Everybody's got to win a job. Yeah. Right. So, and speaking of Joe Judge, you know, he was on a conference call with us. He zoomed up with us a little bit. Well, Chris, you know? I, Chris, I mean, Bob Sagendorf, our producer, is going to be mad if I don't do the reset before we do that. But I'm, I'm sorry. The what is it? The the judges' chambers up there in Connecticut. Right. <laughs> Let's give a shout out. Speaking of Bob Sagendorf, our producer, the longtime ESPN radio producer, I'm giving a shout out. Right. To Bob's family, although. It makes me a little sick to do this, but I'll tell you why. Yeah. All right? To the judges' chambers. That's what they call themselves, the Joe Judge chambers. But you know, Bob, it makes me a little sick because it makes me think of Aaron Judge <laughs> right, of right. the Yankees. Okay? Right, right. But no, all kidding aside, Aaron Judge barely plays anyway. He's hurt 100 games a year. So anyway, I'm just kidding, Jerry. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, Chris, I I, I, um, I don't even care. I'm, I, like, I'm, I just well, – right. Shout out to our law followers, Bob's family, um, judges' chambers. Um, hey, uh, shout out from me and Jerry. Welcome aboard. I know you guys always listen, and we love. We're so happy we have you, my man. So you are listening to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley and the beat writer of the Heart of Giants Nation, Big Trust Woo Woo, Chris Bizignano. Podcast is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and a host of platforms. So, yes, Chris, I apologize, but I interrupted you. There were some Zoom meetings 
Um, you want to talk about Judge? You want to talk about the coaching staff or the Zoom meetings first? I'm sorry, buddy. Well, you know, let's go a little Zoom. Joe okay. Judge was on. Um, you know, basically didn't say any no. You know, just talked about the competition, <laughs> how he's dealing. You know, he's getting the best out of these virtual meetings, getting right. to know the players. Right. Okay. Very happy with the progress. You know, whatever progress you can make, you know, over the computer. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So he's right. getting to learn a lot of things about the players. Uh, they're getting to learn a lot about him. But like Judge said, Jerry, we're not going to squat until we get on the grass. Right. Okay. Uh, so that was the bottom line of that. Um, listen, the more I, I listen to Judge, you just got to love the guy's intensity. You got to love what he brings to the table. Doesn't mean he could coach come September. Not saying that. Okay. Uh, but you have to love you. You should be excited about this guy. Um, and we'll get into his coaching staff. A little bit, Jerry, you know? Yeah. But let's stick to the Zoom for now. Dalvin Thomason was on the next day with Daniel Jones and then Saquon. You, know, uh, right. you know, I don't want to make too much of that, but that's a – that's a. I wouldn't have picked Dalvin Tomlinson. Did you read anything into that, that they chose Saquon, Daniel Jones, and Dalvin Tomlinson? What I read into it, Jerry, is that he's a four-year veteran who really finished strong, and he, yeah. they're looking for him to be a leader, bud. Good stuff. I like Dalvin Tomlinson. You know, they're looking for this kid to be a leader. Yeah. And he's a great locker. I know Dalvin well. Oh, obviously, I know him, you know for a lot, but I got to know Dalvin pretty good. He's a great guy, man. Great. You, you interviewed him for the Insider. Yeah, great locker room guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is his fourth year, and he even said, "Yeah, listen, you know, uh, I'm a four year veteran now. You know, yeah. man. Yeah. That, by the way, Jerry, that went fast, huh? With Dalvin. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Four years already. So, um, he played well. Listen, everybody knows he played well. Lennon Williams played alongside him. Dalvin's game elevated. No yep. question about it, yep. right? Yep. This is what good football players do. Lenny you know, you know, I almost felt like he was the odd man out last year at first, and then he had, I think he had, you could argue that he had the best year of every, of all of them on the line. Yeah, he was the best He was the best player on the line at the end of the year. Right. Yep. B.J. Hill turned out to be the odd player out. I know, amazing, right? He At the end of the year, if everybody remembers, he was getting 20 snaps, 19 snaps, 26 snaps, you remember? Yep, I did. Uh, and I remember we were all asking Pat Sherm at the time, what's going on with B.J. Hill, yeah. you know? Uh, so Dalvin played really well. He he expressed how much Leonard Williams helps his game, how he loves playing alongside Leonard Williams. Jerry, Leonard Williams is a good football player. Now, yeah. we're not going to get into it again with the number, cap-wise, get it down. We're not going to get into that nonsense yeah, right, again. Right, right, right. Did it recover it enough? Right. But Leonard Williams is a good football player now, okay? Yeah. yeah. Nobody ever disputed that. I mean, me and you never said, oh, this guy's a tomato, you know? <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. No. Not. He is a solid football player who makes other guys better. Okay, and that's right. what Dalvin expressed. Got on to Daniel Jones. Jones talked about how he's keeping his arm in shape. He's he's talking with some college friends down there. Uh, you know, some guys he knows from North Carolina. He's living at his parents' house, staying in shape. He's Learning also working this. on working on fumbling drills, right? He's 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 doing some of an old quarterback coach. He's he's trying to learn. You know, he's working on his fumbling right. uh, fumbling deficiency, which he had. Listen, we all know that turnovers was his issue, right? Yep. He expressed what he's doing. He talked about, you know, this and that. How he, you know, he's fully away. He has to clean up that part of his game. Now, right. whether he does it, we'll see. Right. You know? Yep. Now, the difference could be <laughs> is when the first game he tries to get that extra yard and fumbles, Joe Judge might hit him with a Gatorade bucket across his teeth. I was going to say, would he, put in, would he put in Colt McCoy at that point? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Joe Judge is probably not going to be Pat Sherman and just look at him and go, oh, okay, and walk off the sideline. If the judge tells him 600 times, do not stretch the extra yard because that's when you're going to cough it up, and then he does it, <laughs> he might get that 
Bel- I don't know if Judge has that Belichick stare yet. I don't know. We'll find out in September, right? Hit him, hit him with a Gatorade bucket. That is awesome. Right. You know, like Belichick will give plays that stares. They walk with the field with, yeah. like, he would scare me, and I'm sitting in my living room watching him, you know? Oh, yeah, I'd pee my pants. Sure. Right. So we'll see if Judge has that. But the point being, of course, I'm only, you know, just an exaggeration. I'm just joking around with the Gatorade bucket across his teeth. But the point being is that Judge will make it known. Right. Did I not tell you? You know, do not do that, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so look, Jones talked about Jason awesome. Garrett. He even talked about your boy, Tony Romo, a little bit. Oh, Reached yes. out to Romo. How, well, how he's improved in his announcing because he doesn't screech anymore. Did he talk about that or no? No, you mean the guy's making $18 million a year? <laughs> um, but, to, but Romo is having a special. I put it on Twitter. Sunday, May 24th, and he's going to sit down with Jones, and he's sitting down with Sam Donald, right? And he's sitting down yeah. with uh, Josh Allen, and they're going to go over the X's and O's and all that. And Daniel Jones, from what I understand, is going to pick his brain a little bit more about Garrett's system, you know? Yeah. Um, so um, he's gotten into the playbook as much as he could. Yep. Uh, it's, listen, Jerry, when a new offense comes in, what's the number one thing that's going to be different? It's going to be verbiage. That's the difference, right? Right, right. Everything's new as far as verb verbiage. Yep. So. Yep. He's getting that down, of course, until they get on the field, Jerry. Um, that's when he'll start getting it down more. Um, and the last but not least was Saquon Barkley. You know him, right? Yes, I do. I recall. <laughs> and Saquon gave his standing answers. You know, he's working hard. He can't wait for the season. He is now healthy, his ankle, which yeah. he still won't admit wasn't healthy last year. But he laughed yeah. when asked about it. And he... You there, bud? Lost your bit. You there? Whoop. Lost you. And we're back. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, Saquon, you know, he he admit you know, he, he didn't admit his he admitted that his ankle's now hundred percent, but he didn't want to admit that how much it hurt him last year. He kinda laughed about it when they asked about, you know, the injury. Uh, Saquon's not gonna admit anything. He's not gonna say, Well, you know, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. That's not the type of kid he is, but he's looking for. He's been working out. He he has a gym in his house in Jersey, and he's working out. You know, staying in top shape, and he's very excited for the season and the offense. He's going to reach out to Ezekiel Elliott to learn a, bit, a little bit more about Garrett and all that. And he's very excited about the season, Jerry. He sees uh, he very excited about the new coaching staff coming in and all that. So did they did they give you anything that was a surprise at all, or is it just pretty much canned answers and just because I don't you don't expect much from Jones and Barkley, but did anything? Well, the, the little surprise I have to admit, not that Jones meant anything bad by it, but he was asked about not having Eli around anymore. Yeah. yeah. And he did admit it was a little awkward at times last year having Eli over his shoulder. I, now, I, mean, he, I understand that. Yeah, he he did not mean it in a negative way. Lisa, this does not mean you start burning Daniel Jones dolls right. and jerseys and stuff, okay? But and as soon as he said that, he said, but it was just great having him and learning and picking his brain every day of the week, Jerry. You yeah, know? I don't um I don't I wouldn't disagree with him. I, I would imagine it is awkward because look, you're the sixth overall pick and the pressure was on Eli to perform and when they made the change it was gonna be permanent. And yeah, I I, I don't that's not. That's a not. That's a. That's a nothing answer. Like I. I would think nothing of it. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. He just listen. It, it's human nature, Jerry. When you have a legend behind you, you're gonna feel a little awkward, right? Right. It's human nature, man. Yep. And now, is he gonna? Is that pressure gonna be off a little bit this year? Because Eli's not around, of course. But that. That's not a negative. It's just human nature, man. Yep. You know. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, that was that. That was it. You know, as far as that goes, um, everybody's just anxious to get. Hopefully, Jerry to start. 
you know, maybe getting together in July or August, get a training camp going. Everybody wants to start hitting a little bit, getting out there. All the bodies are healed, you know, from the season, and everybody's uh, very anxious to get going. Not to make too much of it, but with with Judge supposedly recruiting Dalvin Tomlinson, you just think he knows him well enough that he said that they chose him to do this? Or I don't want to make too much of it, but I think it's pretty cool that they gave Tomlinson a shot like that. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a, it's a case of you know him play, having a good solid last eight games last year, yeah. four year veteran Jerry. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, and obviously Judge knowing him, he recruited him in Alabama and yeah. all that, and um, likes him a lot. And hey, I think it's a little bit of a like, hey, Dalvin, yeah, we picked you to yeah go on Zoom and you know you, we want you're one of the guys we want you know we want you to lead us here. You know what I mean? What's amazing if you so, look at that defense, if you didn't choose Dalvin Tomlinson, it's like all right, Dexter Lawrence. And then you go, then you start going to guys who haven't been here yet, right? Like, uh, is it um, a Blake Martinez, or do we get no. Xavier McKinney in here to do the interview? So, right. it's, think yeah, about it's, it. It's it's wide open, right? I as mean, far if, as if leadership you, goes. Yeah, Jerry, if you think about it, who who would it be? Lorenzo Carter? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I mean he's not really stepped up in it, right? If right, right, right. You know, if you think about it, Leonard Williams is not here long enough to do it. Right, you know? right. And and the, and yep. the not the controversy, but the the one year franchise deal. It's like no, he's not probably that happy right now yet. Anyway, so. Yeah, well, you know, and uh, you know, uh, X Man is only in his second year, yeah. right? Bradbury's yeah. no. Think about it. Peppers is is only his second year, so it was a good it was a good move by uh, Joe Judge, uh, you know. So right, yeah, that's no, cool. I'm happy for Tomlinson. So am I. I I, I hope Dalvin Jerry. I hope Dalvin uh, starts where he finished, yeah. right? Yeah. And I hope he gets a second contract, which will be a huge positive for Dave Gettleman, for yeah. you know to get a second contract out of this guy. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he, well, it would he be wasn't the, a Gettleman draft choice. Well, I it, would be the that, second, it would be the other guy, the second it, guy, right? right? That, the so. second Reese pick to get a second contract. Right. And and you know what? Um, he was one of the few that Gettleman didn't launch out of here that was a Reese pick. Right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> you know? So, and, and Gettleman would be more than happy to ink him to a new contract uh, if he, you know, if he has a solid year, you know, like he finished up last year. So, right. Which I expect, Jerry. Yeah. Listen, playing Alexa Leonard Williams all year, it's got to help him, bud. Got to help him. Yeah, it should. And I, again, he's a he's a good kid. Very happy for him. Came uh, came on strong and kind of came out of nowhere. What, didn't know what to expect of Dalvin Tomlinson. Like I said, I thought he was going to be the odd man out. He turned out to be one of the probably the best linemen, like you said, down the stretch. Uh, I'm excited about him. I'm excited about Dexter Lawrence. There's a lot to still be excited about, despite the horrific news of the the last 24 hours. So we'll try hey, to Jerry, focus on the positive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's get away from the plays a little bit. Uh, yeah, good point. You know what? Call. Speaking of Joe Judge, you know, he was on a Zoom, talked about some of his coaches. And, Jerry, you know what? It's pretty amazing. You know, you look at some of these coaches he put together, right, Jeff? Yeah. And let's go, you know, Jason Garrett, right? Mm-hmm. Former head coach. Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. don't try to laugh too hard, but another former head coach. I'm, I'm waiting for the lightning bolt to hit me because you, you're not, you know, you're like, wait, what? Freddie Kitchens? No. Right. Brett Brett Belima, right? Yes. Former head coach. Mm. What I'm what I'm getting at, okay? Mm-hmm. Leaders, guys that take charge of a room. Guys, when they walk in, players sit up. Oh, 
Folks, let me tell you about Eufy Video Lock. It's so easy to install, even a Philly fan can do it. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver and no drilling is required. You get keyless entry, so there's no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. And never worry about the kids losing the keys or passing them among the renters. You have 0.3 second fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking. With an AI self-learning chip embedded, the more you use it, the more accurate it will be. And there's no more battery anxiety. You get a rechargeable battery that could last around four months and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. You get passcode unlocking and a remote control with 2K clear sight so you can see who's at your door and control it from anywhere through the app. With enhanced night vision, you can have an optimized view even in the evening. You can secure your package delivery by the view and with two-way audio. And more good news, folks. With the Eufy Video Lock, there is no monthly fee. So unlike other brands that charge that monthly fee, you can have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. Eufy's customer support is on standby for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, which is all backed by their professional customer service team. You can contact them anytime by telephone, email, or live chat. Folks, I absolutely love the Eufy Video Lock. It has made my life so much easier. Like when I'm lying in a recliner and a Philly fan or a Dallas fan comes to my door, I don't have to do a thing. I can just sit there and watch it on my phone. I don't have to answer the door. So that's Eufy Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com backslash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Eufy Video Lock. Thank you, folks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You right? Not some buffoon that walks in, coach walks in, and the players are still, you know, you know, still chewing gum loud and falling asleep and all that, right? Right. This coaching staff has a bunch of guys that are leaders. Okay, Sean Spencer. I was just gonna say coach. that's someone I'm excited about. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Fiery guy. Yeah. Okay. Associate head coach over there in Penn State. Another guy that commands a room. Right. You see what I'm getting at? Joe Judge commands a room, Jerry. I, you know, you could see that already. Just listening to Joe Judge, right? Yeah. He commands a room. Look at his coaching staff. They all command a room. Yep. Okay. And, and, the, and the one guy he brought back, uh, well, one of the one of the guys he brought back, uh, he didn't bring him back because of his mustache, like you said. Thomas McGahey uh, did a, has done a hell of a job as a special teams coordinator the last couple of years. And if you can give him a, you know, a kick returner, uh, it, the sky's the limit for McGahey. I love McGahey. I know you do too. Yes. Burton Burns, the only coach that has never been in the NFL. He was Nick Saban's sidekick for years. Good enough for me. <laughs> Coached two Heisman Trophy winners and another runner-up. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Another guy, well-respected, assistant head coach and all that for Saban. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Another guy, Tyke Tolbert. I think we all liked the job he did last year, right? Love him. Coaches, players love playing for him. 16 years in the league. A leader. Tyke Colbert. Tyke Colbert interacting with us on Twitter, buddy. Yes. Very nice guy. I'm around Tyke all the time. Good guy. Yeah. Respected guy. A guy is a man. He's a man. Hey, coach, what's going on here? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. (laughs) Respected guy. Right. Okay. Freddie Kitchens, to me, is a buffoon. (laughs) I'm sorry. But that doesn't mean he can't coach tight ends. That's his resume, right? Right. Right. 
Tight ends. Right. Wait, here, here you go. Wade Phillips, horrible head coach, incredible defensive coordinator. Let's 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 make that comparison, hopefully. Right. Now, Freddie Kitchens is a guy that thinks outside the box a little bit. You saw that last year with some of the stuff he did in Cleveland inside the 10-yard line. Now, I'm not saying it was a good idea, somebody play calling inside the 10-yard line. But mm-hmm. no, why did, why did you say, Chris, why does Joe Judge like him? Well, he knows him, first of all, for years, right? Uh, he, you know, we coached with him back in the day, right? And right. He, he likes that he thinks outside the box. Yep. I could tell you this for a fact. He thinks outside the box. He did it in Cleveland. Not that it worked out with Baker Mayfield and that buffoon crew we had in Cleveland. <laughs> but he thinks outside the box. Judge likes that. Mark Colombo, fiery guy. Forget about a, it. A leader. Love it. Coach for years on the Garrett. Garrett said, get this guy. Why? He teaches. He's a good football coach, Jerry. Yep. He teaches. Yeah, he's, like I said, he's he's one of the – he should be thrown in with the list of free agents that we got. It's that – he's going to be – that. I believe he's going to be that impactful to this team. So Joe Judge hey, – I agree with you, dude. We talked about that, right? Yep. Joe, Joe Judge went to Garrett. Garrett said, hey, this is a football coach. You want this guy. That was the deciding fact that he worked with Gavin and Garrett vouched for him. Okay? Yeah. Not the you know, I was like, you know, my Brooklyn days, you know, this guy vouched for him and this and that. But that's what happened. <laughs> he vouched for him. Okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. Jerome Henderson, coach of defensive backs. Right. Coach of the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Another guy Judge knows hurt for, through his inner connections in the league. A lot of people vouch for this guy. Okay? Right. All right. So you see, you see, you know, these coaches, Patrick Graham, of course, he knows he was an assistant head coach of Miami, you know, and all that last year, right? Another guy that a head coach leaned on last year, right? Yep. Brian Flores leaned on him, right? He comes over here, judge is going to lean on him. What does he? What does he bring to the table? To be a little, he's going to bring uh, versatility with the players. Four three look, some three four. I watched this game for a lot of four three, a lot of four two. A lot, of, a lot of diamond looks and all that with Patrick Graham. That's what you're going to see out of the Giants. A lot of man. All right? Yeah. That's what you're going to see out of this guy. Jason Garrett on the offensive, so we all know him, right? Yes. What are you going to see out of him, Jerry? You're going to see screens. Well, you're going to see power football. Not just checkdowns, right? <laughs> you, you just look to rile me up, don't you? <laughs> no, no. I, I wait for the wheel route. I cannot wait for the wheel route. Um, look, <laughs> tight end heavy. Right, Jerry? Right. Tight end, offense. Yes. In- Evan Ingram, Caden Smith. You're going to see stuff like that out of Jason Garrett. Yep. So common theme, Jerry, this coaching staff that Joe Judge, all right, they're going to reflect him, a leader, a guy that commands the room, a teacher, Jerry, teacher. That's big in the NFL. You can't just go in front of a room and go, okay, we're going to do a 4-3 this week. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to get some popcorn and get out of here. No. You got to teach technique constantly. It's like baseball. You got to work on your mechanics, but constantly. You know, somebody put out yesterday that they predicted the Giants to go two and fourteen. Now it, this is so early for stupid predictions. That's why we don't talk about drafts. And how about DeAndre Baker happening? Right? Like this is why you don't grade drafts for three years out, right? So um, I look at this coaching staff and you think, like these are coaches, right? These are leaders of men. Um, the enthusiasm they're going to bring, the expertise, the the basics, right? Like you have to think, and we always say this, coaching in football means so much more than any other sport. It means so much more, exponentially more than in baseball, that this coaching staff is good for 
at least two more wins. Now, like, I don't want to get into the prediction game, but you have to be excited about the guys he brought in. I mean, the, we always talk about Colombo. Spencer's another one, man. Defensive line. I can't wait to see what he does with Dexter Lawrence, Dalvin Tomlinson, Leonard Williams. Like, you know, raising B.J. Hill's game another level. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. Then it's going to be fun to see what these guys do with these edge rushers. Like, how, how are they going to play them? Are they going to put them on the line? Are they going to put them on the outside? Like, I, I just, I think this coaching staff is going to be, this coaching staff was so important at the right time for this organization, man. And, and it's a yep. shame what happened in the last 24 hours, but I think we could, you know, what we're trying to bring to you guys, Giant fans, is just move on from that because there is some things, there's a lot of things to be excited about with this organization right now. Yep, yep. Uh, the coaching staff is a bunch of leaders, teachers, football coaches, Jerry. Yeah. Football coaches. Right. Get me football coaches. Give me X's and O's. Give me some even guy even Freddie Kitchens. Oh, I always get on. You know, a, a guy that comes in and says, "Hey, I saw this. I saw something in Dallas's defense. You might want to think about this play." You understand what I'm getting at, Jerry? Yeah, hundred percent, buddy. All right, not 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 buffoon Baker Mayfield plays, but plays that are outside the box a little bit. Let him go to Jason Garrett. Hey, Jason, I saw this. You know what? I saw this in the Bears defense in Week One. I think this is something that might work. You know what I mean? Right. Let Garrett say, you know what? I like it. You know what? Let's do an end around with everything when we throws a ball, you know, to a wide open uh, Slayton. You understand what I'm getting at? Yes. Things like that. That's all I'm saying. They, they noticed Eddie Jackson biting on a pitch, right? Yep. Coaching, my friend. Coaching. So we'll see what we have in the fall. Good stuff, buddy. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley. Our podcast is available on a host of platforms, including Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Uh, so I sent out the uh, the questions tweet today and, and got uh, 97 responses. Look, guys, I know you're going to have a lot of fun with some of these, and I'll you know what? If they're funny, I'll read them. I get it. Uh, obviously, a lot of um, a lot of DeAndre Baker questions came through, and, and that's good. Uh, and then a lot of a um, lot of a lot of creativity. So good job to everybody. Obviously, with 97 and about 20 minutes to go, we will not get to all of them. Uh, but uh, we'll try to pick out the best ones. You ready, Chris? Yes. Rich Tracchio, is there a way to block your Eagle friends from giving their opinions about the Giants franchise without ruining the friendship? I've blocked family members of mine um, that are Eagle fans. And my uh, real quick story, Rich. My wife went to a, uh, a family party that I couldn't go to. And I think, I, was, I think it was a Giants game. And, you know, Giant games are on. We don't go. But my wife went. Actually, it was one of my side of the family. And she went, which was nice. Uh, and uh, my cousin, who's an Eagle fan, said, um, how come Jerry hasn't responded to me? I, I like the Saquon Barkley pick. And she said, well, you, he probably blocked you. And he said, what do you mean he blocked me? She goes, well, you were bragging the night of the Super Bowl. He didn't want to hear that. And he just, he couldn't believe it. Like, so look, first cousin of mine, very close. But um, yeah, Eagle fans, uh, guys, uh, yeah, Rich, I blocked them all. I don't care. And then when I feel right, when the time is right, I'll unblock. It could be years later. It could be uh, weeks later, months later. But absolutely, man. No, no issue with blocking people. <laughs> like if they ever beat the Eagles, maybe then you could unblock them. <laughs> then I can unblock people. Right. In, in 2037, I'll, uh, I'll unblock them. <laughs> but yeah, Rich, uh, do, go for it, buddy. I do it all the time. Uh, Jim Bassel. Those they asked this question. Assuming Baker is launched to the Giants, put Love back at corner, trying to get in Chris's good graces. <laughs> I think he was headed that way anyway, though, right? Like, pretend Baker was still on the team. Love was probably going to play a lot of corner, no? 
Ah, I would assume corner and slot. Yep. So yeah. we'll see. He's going to get a lot of look now, of course, not as an opening. Um, here we go. Judgment Day at NYG Burner, giving us a break from the Baker questions. Do you guys put any stock into the Giants denying Darnay Holmes number 44? Do you think they're trying to get something done with Golden? I thought someone else got number 44. I thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Do you put any stock in that? Like, are they holding out for Golden? No. no? Okay. Uh I mean, I really don't know. I mean, they have to wait with Golden, you know. So I don't yeah. put any stock in it because a team could move in. A team like the Jets could move in tomorrow and sign them. Yeah, but they could be something to a Jets. I don't even think about that stuff. I really don't. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, now here's a question from a good follower, but I know you're going to get mad, so I still want to read it. Rocky Bullwinkle at Rocky Bullwinkle Seven. I say use Evan Ingram as a full-time wideout and leave tight end for the big, rough, and rugged. What do you think and why? I'll let you finish this one, Chris. No, now, I'm, now, not, I'm not mind, even answering he's, he's I am a... not answering that again. You answer it. Rocky, uh, Evan Ingram's not a wide receiver. He doesn't have a quick first step. He's very fast, but he's a tight end. He's an H-back. He's not a wideout. Rocky, we love you. We love you, Rocky. But And I never usually say we love you, Rocky. I hate the real Rocky or the fake Rocky, the Philly Rocky. But this Rocky I love. And Evan Ingram is not going to play wide receiver. Sal New York at G-Man Fan, if the Giants have to leave the state for training camp, will the media follow, or will it be just the same team's media covering camp for the majority? Hashtag buffoon crew. What's the question? What does he mean? I don't understand the second part of that. Will, will, will the media follow the Giants? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will the media be there? Is that what he's asking? Yeah, I guess. Or will, oh, it, will it just be the team's media? media covering camp? Oh, I get it. I got it. Like, will it be... Someone who works for the organization just covering them, or will you oh, guys no, no, follow? No, no, no. Oh. I mean, unless, unless you know, the coronavirus, right? You know, limits the media. No, the media will be following. Yeah, but don't listen, Sal, and everybody else. Don't expect training camp to be anywhere else. Uh, that, from what I understand, that's a very, very low probability. Rob Cosis, why are these buffoons blaming DJ? These are grown men. Hashtag buffoon crew. We don't know, buddy. We addressed it earlier. Sorry. It's uh, it's easy fodder for the for the Gettleman haters, and again, this is not good for Dave Gettleman. But to blame him is is uh, buffoonish, as we like to say. Texas wine lover at TX wine lover, what kind of things do you see the teams having to do virtually that hasn't been reported yet, like making rookies sing? Hashtag buffoon crew. Do you have anything that, that, that has that happened yet, Chris? Or they usually wait for training camp for that stuff. They usually wait for training camp. I I don't think they've done that virtual yet. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's good stuff. Big Blue VCR always asks good questions. A quiet re-signing was Corey Coleman this offseason. Do you mm -hmm. see him finding a way onto the field as a wideout, or will he only be a factor in the return game? Well, I'll tell you what. If Corey Coleman's healthy, yeah. this will be, what, his fourth year in the league now, I believe? Um, fourth or fifth, even. Fourth. Even you might be right, Jerry. Maybe it's his fifth. Yeah, yeah. you might be right on that. Um, he's an interesting guy. Right. Because uh, he's a guy, I guess, you know, he can stretch the field a little bit, and it's not – you know what? He's going to get a serious look at receiver. No question about it. The Giants are not deep enough to say, oh, no, he doesn't have a shot, you know? Right, right. <laughs> you know? He's going to get a look, man. And, you know, he's got a whole – you know, he's been healed a whole year. You know, he's been healed. His ankle's fine now and all that. And we'll see what he brings to the table. Obviously, he's going to get a look at kickoff returner. No question about that special teams. But, you know, he's going to get a serious look at wide receiver. He, he could be an ex- Kind of an X factor out of nowhere in right. this camp. Right. Yeah, I mean, he had some success a couple years ago. Um, and he was a great kick returner. Uh, some success in the receiving game. 
I hope he's a guy to root for. You know, you hope he can uh, come back and, and help that way. Like, I, I forget about him, right? So Big Blue VCR brings it up. I keep thinking Darnay Holmes, the kid they just drafted, is going to be their primary kick returner. And he may be, but you almost forget that Corey Coleman's on the roster. Uh, the other free agent, um, I'm sorry, the other special teams uh, signings, they made like Corey, uh, Cody Core. that's the guy I think of all the time, like the coverage units. But, um, yeah, Coleman, Coleman's going to be in the mix, man. Yeah, it's a good job by Big Blue VCR because I totally forgot about Corey, too. You Amazing, know? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, family six-pack, if you could choose one giant to join the podcast for an episode, who would it be and why? Hashtag Bufunku. I'll let you go first, Chris. If I could choose one giant to join the podcast? Yeah. Um, probably Shep. Yeah. Probably nice. Sterling Shepard. He's a funny guy. Shep, you could fool around with Shep. Uh, Saquon's a great kid, but he gives a standing answer all the time, so it wouldn't be him. Um. Uh, probably Shep, because Shep, I, I love breaking Shep's chops. I know Shep, was, if he was on a podcast, I could break his chops about his family and his life, and he would go along with it and break chops back. So probably Shep. That's probably still stuff. in Shep. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> Chris. I remind him numerous times how he married out of his uh, range, you know, out of his league. Oh, yeah, he outkicked the coverage. No yeah. doubt. As you like to say, he outkicked his coverage. <laughs> Absolutely. You tell him I said that too. Absolutely. <laughs> Launched past his coverage. Yeah. And she cooks, which I told him, I don't oh. know how to, how the heck you ever landed her. And she cooks, a model Jeez. like cooks. My God, good for him. Good for you, yeah. Sterling. Uh, this dude, Chris, <laughs> uh, I'm not asking that question. It's funny, but I can't ask it. Uh, what? Okay, here's one that he asked. Chris at 56, Gman 64. What was the craziest off the field story affecting the team you can remember up until the last uh, incident that just happened? I would say plaques. I mean, when that mm. happened, we were we were rolling. We were nine and one, won another game, ten and one without him after the incident happened. But that I always say that was the best Giants team since '86. Like that team was incredible, mm. uh, and that was insane. That was just terrible. It was, I mean, only the Giants have <laughs> have that happen to them. So for me, shooting yourself in the leg. At yeah. a club? Yeah, it has to be it. Oh, I don't think there's any question, Jerry. That derailed a possible back-to-back championship. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Man, they were on a roll, right, Jerry? When, oh, uh, they, were, they, were yeah. done. they only lost one bad game to the Browns. That was Monday night. Brillian yeah. Edwards owned us. And it was, um, who was the quarterback? He was terrible. Oh, man. I can't remember who the quarterback was. Cole, was... Cole McCoy? No, no. It was a guy who was, uh, he... he Kind of came out of nowhere. He played for a little while. I, I that that carousel of quarterbacks I'm with bad. the Browns. I'm bad anyway. with this memory stuff. I really am. Um, someone's gonna say it to me on Twitter, and I'm gonna get mad that I couldn't remember. I only remember Giant stuff. So, um, uh, Robin's Exum. What has been your favorite meal since the stay-at-home orders have been put in place? <laughs> what restaurant will you visit first after we get through this? Favorite meal since been home. Um, I mean, my wife's a great cook. Um, I don't know, but what restaurant will I visit? A steakhouse, probably something like the Capitol Grill or somewhere like that when these things are lifted. Um, yeah, Agent X, it's Ballantyne or Beale, we know. Um, I mean, Nelson at Nelson, uh, GA fan, HA. Chris, what ultimately will happen to DeAndre Baker? Mm. You just think he gets cut? I think he gets launched, yes. Yeah. Someone asked that, like, how far does Baker get? People were sending pictures of rockets last night in <laughs> what response they? to the. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Really? Oh, in response <laughs> to this, people were sending rockets getting launched, and I'm just like, I'm trying not to laugh. But I'm like, this is ridiculous. Uh, Carlos Rodriguez, good point. Um, there we go. 
Buffoon Blue at H.S. Peterson. What a great name. Uh, not about Baker. Looking at the schedule, if you could choose one game where Big Blue Ball, where Big Blue Ball's out in the best possible way, which game would it mm. be and why? And I'm going to say the, I'm going to say the, oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. He also says, please do two pods every week. <laughs> oh, well, then I'll be coming back when the season starts up. Right. Probably. Yeah, so uh, right. um, most likely we'll decide, but probably, but anyway, yeah. I'm going to say the Eli Manning game, that Monday night game against Tom Brady in Tampa. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Well, it's not official Eli Manning game, but I mean, is it, is that not going to be the perfect Eli that's a, Manning? That's at home. Time? That's at home, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, that to me, with Brady in the house, that would be the perfect Eli Manning retirement night. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a hell of a call. I'm going to agree with you. Hesitating like crazy. You don't agree with me? No, no, I, I didn't even think of it. I was thinking week one because it's a new coaching staff and a lot of enthusiasm. But that's a that's a good call. I didn't even think of that game. Look at you. This is why you're the uh, big trust woo-woo, buddy. Um, or, the, or the king buffoon, one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, not sure. Uh, Neil Sutherland, do you think the Giants move on from Jalapio? Yes, we think they move on. Yes, absolutely. Thou- we don't think Jalapio's back, right? Well, let him get healthy and he'll compete, Jerry. I, I don't think he's going to make the squad. No. As right now in May, I don't think he will. I'll paraphrase Giants Carb Crush. Do you think they could go after uh, Logan Ryan, Chris, or no? He's exit for like $10 million a year. I don't see it happening. And he. Listen, he's mostly a slot guy now. Um, you know, if they were going to do that, they would have did that earlier. No, I don't see that. Ha- he could still play a little outside, but no, I don't see that happening. Not at his price tag. Brendan Smith. Good dude, Brendan Smith. Assuming Marcus is back, do you see Edge still being the biggest weakness or does that shift to corner or maybe even inside linebacker? No, if Marcus Golden comes back, I think the Edge becomes a strength with O'Shane Zimenez in his second year, Lorenzo Carter being coached up, and... uh What's his name? The guy from Tampa, uh, from Green Bay. I love Frackrell. Frackrell, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's a that almost becomes a strength. And corners deep, even without Baker, uh, we we don't know how they're going to take the next step. Like Sam Beal has to be healthy, and Valentine's got to take another step. But I, you know, it's hard to say what the weakest part is until you see these guys play right now. It's all on paper. Yeah. It's all very, very speculative. I don't know how you feel yeah. about it. Um, well, look, if Marcus Golden is back July 22nd, it's definitely going to shore up the edge. I mean, no question, right? Yeah. Um, and now with Baker, you know, probably not going to be here. Uh, I would say cornerback would be the biggest weakness right now. I mean, Bradbury is a pretty solid corner, but after that, it's like good luck, right? Yeah, right. I think we're, I think we're going to be pretty good at safety with Pep and X too. And, uh, X McKinney, you know, and, but I think cornerback will, will, will be the biggest weakness. No question. Chris, not a serious question, but I got to ask it. Jeff Johnson at Coach Jeff 01, how long until Giants Twitter starts blaming Gettleman for the coronavirus? Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a certain, I hate to say it, Jeff, but there's, like everything else in this world, there's a certain element of people out there that, uh, trust me, they're probably trying to blame him somehow. Yeah. Just be open-minded, man. Look, look, I, I was going to get into this quick, Jerry, all right? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Just be open-minded, man. If you don't like Gettleman, fine. There's nothing wrong with that, man. That's your opinion. But to say like he's responsible for DeAndre Baker, who wants to, you know, who watch, you know, who wants to pull a Scarface on a on a party, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. Just all I'm saying is have an open mind. You know, you can't say, oh, that's Gettleman's fault that what Baker did. And it's out there, right, Jerry? I'm not I, making this up. Dude, I don't mean to laugh, but that's such a funny analogy. It's oh out God. there. Pulling a Scarface, right? Yes, it's it out is. One hundred percent, it's out there. I mean, Come people on, are blaming all him. I'm saying is, look, look, yeah. you don't like Gettleman, fine, but don't, right. 
you know, don't say, well, this is Gettleman's fault. He drafted him. You know, he should have known this was going to happen. And, folks, I'm not making this up. I've, I've, I've heard and read this. And guys, just so you know, I was 50-50 on Gettleman. It was probably 51-49 leaning to fire him. So I've been someone over the last year that said, I pr- it, once you got rid of Shermer, I, I made the argument, you oh, probably no. should get rid of both. Jerry, I remember conversations with me on the phone. You were like, Gettleman's got to go, right, Chris? Gettleman's got to go. <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, I don't know. Usually they clean house, you know, but. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm someone who said that. And, yeah, and even here, yeah. I'm looking at it like. I can't blame Dave Gettleman for this. I can't blame Dave Gettleman for, like, as you said, Baker pulling a Scarface. I mean, you know, if he wants, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. You know, like, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, wow. say goodnight to the bad guy. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. So. Holy cow. You uh, right? Yeah, it was funny, man. I just thinking of Scarface and, wow, our cornerback. And a mound of coke, and oh my god, just hilarious. Now anyway. we're not saying that was involved. I know, but I'm just, I'm just before thinking. people are like, oh, there's no coke involved in this. Oh, no, we're just getting around. Just with Scarface. That, uh, anyway, Warren at Osler Warren could be a good time to bring, bring back buffoon of the week. Hashtag McGahey's mustache. Good job, buddy. Good job by you. Yeah, I mean, if buffoon of the week. You know, you don't want to pick on Baker. He's had a rough go of it. I would, I would probably pick that guy who uh, said the Giants are gonna be two and fourteen, and then. You know, there were people jumping in saying, well, that means they're taking Trevor Lawrence. I was like, wow, you guys predict everything. Oh, my God. I, why even play the season? Let's just go with what you guys are saying. Uh, A lot of Nostradamus is out there. Holy cow. Uh, Lawrence Hill, good point, buddy. After missing with Apple, Flowers, and Baker, is it safe to say that drafting NFL players is not as easy as pie? Yeah, we always said that. It's not easy. But they get paid a lot of money to try and get it right. Um I think I actually think Apple was a pretty decent corner. He just didn't have it upstairs. Like he, I, you know, he was a, a bad locker room guy. Flowers was deficient, and they couldn't coach him up, and they never moved him to guard. So the Redskins are making it work with Flowers, right? Um, but the, no, the he went with the did he sign with the Well, oh, the Redskins made it work, and now he's a Miami Dolphins. My Dolphins, <laughs> right, right, right. So he made a lot of money now playing guard. So yeah. yeah, it's not only it's not only picking a guy and making sure you're picking a quote-unquote good guy, but it's coaching them to their ability. And that's why we're excited about Judge because he kind of made that point, I don't know, a thousand times so far, right? Coaching these guys at what they do well. Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. Yeah. Um, Oscar Nieves. Do you think that with Zeitler being a more polished guard than Hernandez, it makes more sense for Thomas to be right tackle for a year or should the Giants put him at left tackle and let Solder take right tackle for the year and move Parrot if he's ready at some point? Hashtag buffoon crew. I guess because of the experience that Zeitler has, will it be better to put Thomas at right tackle rather than left tackle? Well, I think they're going to make that decision not on Kevin Zeitler. I think they're going to make a decision on bringing you know, Solder back, you know, right. a veteran left tackle, and they're expecting a rebound year from him. You know, and not to mention he's making like nineteen million dollars, <laughs> whatever right, right, right. it is, on the cap. Okay, um, so I don't think it comes down to Zyla. Now that being said, Oscar, uh, Andrew Thomas playing right tackle will benefit in a big way, right? right? If he's a, say he's a starting right tackle for the first for the year, Jerry, right? Just for argument's sake, say it's for the year, and he's going to benefit big time from having a veteran next to him. No question about it. Right. Good call. Got to recognize blitzes, man. You got to recognize where guys are coming from. Hey, who's coming in the A gap? Who's coming to B? Who's coming in to C? Right? Zyla comes up to the line of scrimmage, and he'll know right away. Right. 
So he's going to be pointing. He'll be pointing. You know, he'll be talking. Watch the guy. Watch the edge. Watch 53. Watch the B. Watch the C. Stuff like that. That's huge when you have a veteran guard doing that. So we'll go two or two or three more. I want to address this one. Excuse me. Marlon, Marlon L. Jr., after you named your three favorite Giant players a few podcasts ago, before the draft, I was a bit surprised that you never came, out, uh, came upon the idea of Eli being one of them. After last issue's column, he wasn't even among the top 25 draft picks. Why is that, and why don't you miss him? Why well, don't I, don't miss the, him? I don't write the 12th dimension, so somebody's getting blasted right here. Yeah, so, Marlon, it was 20th century draft picks. Eli was... I, like. You got to stop this agenda that I hate Eli Manning, everybody. Like, it's not true. I love Eli Manning, and he wasn't drafted by the Giants. He was drafted by the Chargers. But it was 20th century picks, Marlon. Come on. Don't attack me. No, I know you didn't, buddy. But it's, uh, no, it was 20th century picks. That's all. Uh, Marlon, he's not a big Eli guy. (laughs) There it is. Don't let him fool you, Marlon. (laughs) All right, two more. Uh, From KEI at Keyland. Are there any players that you've heard that aren't participating in the offseason workouts? I yeah, guess DeAndre this. Baker. <laughs> so besides him. No, I haven't heard anybody else not participating. All right, one more. I'll give you a layup, Chris. Go ahead. All right. Here's a layup. Christopher Nails, do you believe Big Dex will make a big jump this year, Chris? Yes, I do. <laughs> nice, perfect. All right, I have a lot of lot of. I'm going through these. There's a lot of Baker questions. Um, yeah, everything's who's going to be the corner. Yeah, I mean it's just guys. I'm sorry, I didn't get to all of them, but I'm looking through them now. Did Baker get released? Well, who's going to replace Baker? I think we kind of covered it. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Calvin Tate. It's hard to spell. T a e t z s c h. This is a good one because not many people saw this documentary. Ever since the Giants documentary, Finding Giants, in which we got to look behind the curtain of our scouting process, I've been unimpressed about how we are scouting guys. Documentary was under Reese era, but have there been any changes to the scouting staff since then? Finding Giants was like, it was a special on the Odell um, draft class. It was Odell, it was Weston Richburg, Devin Kennard, Nat Burhey. And they kind of went through how everybody makes their does their scouting, and then what leads to the ultimate decision of drafting these guys. And it was the um, the Syracuse lineman who didn't work out as well. I can't think of his name. He was terrible, but it was kind of like the Giants. They put this out like they were kind of bragging, not bragging, but showing you, hey, this is how we find Giants. And I think it aired for like six months, and that was it. it never aired again. Um, yeah, I mean they've changed scouts and everything, right, Chris? They've they've, they've overturned yeah. all that. Yeah. So. I just was excited someone brought up Finding Giants because a lot of people hadn't heard of it. All right, buddy. Uh, we're good here. This is uh, this was a fun one. It's, it's as fun as we could possibly make it with everything that happened. So, um, Is there anything else you want to add? No. No. We'll see everybody next week. Stay safe. I'm happy to see a lot of these numbers are coming down now. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we turn the corner with this virus, Jerry. You know? Yeah. And um, hopefully, future football is in the future to you know, make everybody – Feel a little bit better, right? I was watching sports and all that. And um, and Jerry, I just want to let you know yeah, that I had an unbelievable drive yesterday on a par five hole. And that's when you hit me with the Baker thing. <laughs> that's awesome. And you ruined. I mean, it was a short birdie. My second drive was right on the edge of the green. And then all of a sudden, somebody has to hit me with this. DeAndre Baker was arrested for armed robbery. 
Needless to say, my wedge shot, my little chip, went way over the green into the rough, and I didn't even paw the hole. So thank you, Jerry, for that. Did you, did you launch your golf club? I almost threw my golf club against a deer walking by behind me in the woods. I almost hit the damn deer, but I love animals, so I can't do that. But that's how much you like animals more than people. Yes, and that's how much you that's how much you ruined my sure birdie on a par (laughs) five, four hundred and ninety yards, and you ruined it. I apologize. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I actually texted Chris. Your plan is in effect. Julian Love will be our starting corner. (laughs) No, I didn't text that. We're joking, guys. Just trying to make light of it, like we said. All right, everybody. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. And uh, look, I put out a tweet this week of somebody somebody close to me that passed away. Thank you, everyone, for the kind words. I really appreciate it. And Um, sorry for your loss, Jerry. I know how close you were with that man. Yeah, he was a second father. Like I said, third parent. Guy was awesome. Rick DiLorenzo of uh, DiLorenzo's Pizza in Toronto. Um, Anything else, buddy? No, that's it, man. Everybody uh, stay safe. We'll talk next week. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.